How do you think I'm doing, Shelly? You think I'm learning it okay? Uh, Okay, 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 honey. Honey, all right. I mean, everybody's a beginner, all right? That's all I'll say. I said I wanted to come in and learn the culture like you did. I didn't get to see all the things that you saw. I want to do the throat singing. You can do it. I'm just saying everybody's I'm a beginner doing it. sometimes. <laughs> okay, honey. All right. I really like that song that guy did. I want to kind of do what he was doing. Maybe one day you can. I mean, you're getting there. Would you be in my throat singing band with me, Shelly? I will always follow you, honey. Thank you. Just like a woman should. Come on, let's go. Ah, <laughs> you know I'm kidding. <laughs> What's gotten into you? What are you? Why are you? What are you looking at that guy for? What's his red dot got that mine don't? I'm just a little off because I feel like, you know, there's something I gotta do, and I just, I gotta go to go to India, okay? And I just didn't know how to bring it up because we're on this trip to go see the fucking glass blower, and are we not in Go India? What's gotten into you, Shelly? You've been acting so weird lately. Well, I guess I just, everything's so different now. I just don't know how to feel. I mean, it's all just a little so stressful. What changed? You were just there like two weeks ago. You were just there. Everything. Everything's changed. All right. Uh, one of my husbands died. What are you trying to say? You breaking up with me? No, my God. One of my husbands died. I went on a spiritual journey. I had to come back and save everybody. And it's just, I mean, it's a lot to put on one person, all right? I'm going through the same thing. I don't know what you're trying to tell me right now. I'm more than my husband's lost, too. You destroyed it all in the first place. What are you talking about? I didn't do anything. What are you talking about, Shelly? You started the capitalism. Oh, no, that, that was not my idea. Yeah, we're back on that again. We're back on that again. Yep. Was that my idea? Wasn't it? I don't know. I mean, capitalism works home. I don't know why it wouldn't work here. Well, we clearly saw why. But anyways, I love you. I'll always love you. I'm just saying, sometimes it gets old having to clean up after people's messes. How can we be together if you resent me, Shelly? I don't resent you, honey. You just said I'm the reason for all of your misfortune. Don't be dramatic, all right? Listen, we'll talk about this in counseling later, all right? But we can't do that right now. Okay. So anyways... I don't know how to get over this, though. You think I'm the reason for everything bad that's happened to you? After everything good I did for you? I've been a loyal husband. You like capitalism, too. You were liking it when we were making all the money with the... The cheese. Well, I guess you weren't. You weren't even here. All you ever do is leave! So, you're gonna say just what my daddy said to my mom right before she killed herself? How you gonna put that on me? How you gonna put that on me? You already know that's one of the things that hurts me the most, and you just chose to cut the deep. I didn't know that. I didn't know. How can I know every single thing your dad told you ever? I've told you about that time and time again. Well, I don't clearly listen to you. Clearly you weren't listening when we went to couples council last year. Uh, clearly you weren't listening. I don't. Anyways, listen to Ronnie. I don't want to argue right I'm now. I'm not Ronnie the last time. Stop calling me him, Shelly. It's making it so hard for me to grieve. Sometimes I feel like that's who you want me to be is Ronnie. Because Ronnie remembers what your dad told you. Ronnie remembers that your dad, you know, did some bad things to you. I don't. I wasn't in couples counseling with you last year. That was Ronnie. 
I'm just stressed. I know. I'm sorry, Tristan. It was just a slip of the tongue a few times. I understand. All I'm saying is, can we please try again? You and I will start couples counseling, and we can talk about that. But for right now, I really just want to get to go see this guy so we can talk to him All right. and finish what we started here. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I just want to find him. All right. Well, let's go find them. I hear he's in the ashram. Lead the way, baby. We're walking. Come on. Here, get on my back. I'm going to gallop with you. <laughs> oh, okay. You like the oh, galloping? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll run a little faster so it'll rub you a little clitty. Come in front of all these goats, baby. Nobody knows what's happening. They have no fucking clue I'm rubbing your pussy right now. Hey! You want a tickets to the show, you better pay! Oh, Tristan, stop. I'm gonna hop off. Name? Uh, Name? Uh, Name? Tristan. You here to see the Bagavita? Who? You here to see the Bagavita? Yeah, I'm here to see the- Well, who else would I be here to see? Don't raise your voice with me, sir. Alright, well, let me take your temperature. <laughs> what? Are, what? What? Take off my shoes? Okay. What are you testing for? What do you mean, what are we testing for? Ain't you see the mad goat disease pandemic going around? We ain't trying to get it over here in Goat India. Now, before anybody gets to see Bhagavita, they gotta get their temperature scanned. Oh, my God. We're from Goat Tristan. India. We don't got it. Tristan. What's, what's wrong, Shelly? What's wrong? Tristan. What's wrong I'm scared to take this test. Why are you scared? It's just the temperature. All they do is hold a little thing above your head. Beep. Because it's for mad goat disease, and I was exposed when I was on my self-journey, self-love journey. Mad goat disease is something that goats get, Shelly. Don't be an idiot. Come on. I'm a sex gremlin. You're a human. But we don't get it. I heard that you can, so I'm just saying there's a possibility, and I feel like that's why I've been missing. Who's you hear it from? We're the only humans. None of us have got it. Well, I'm not a human, but... When I was on my self-love journey, there were people there with it. Other humans, humans there. Other humans here? I had no clue. Just a few. And... Wow. Kind of a big detail. I, you know, whatever. Lots of things happen to you. Lots of things happened. Okay, come on. Let's go get our temperatures taken, Shelly. All right, step up. All right, here. I'm just saying, there's a chance. And if I am, I want you to shoot me dead. No, this doesn't have any bullets. It's got a scanner. And all it does is take the temperature, all right? I'm going to put it to your forehead, little boy. Don't call me little boy. Little Don't guy, talk sorry, down to me. Sorry, little guy. My dick's six times the size of you, as I guarantee it. You really don't want to do that, honey. Look he at is it. large and in charge. Look at it. Yeah, you do have a really big one. Thank you. That's my Tristan. Sorry, I said little guy. Uh, you, sir, you can go right on through. Now I'm Thank you. your head, little lady. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh. Uh... You're a little over. Uh, she usually runs high, Doc. By what? Well, unfortunately, uh, wait. Princess Philhammer? Yeah. That's me. You ain't wearing your crown. I don't like to show it off. You know, I try to be humble and I want to be part of my community. You can understand that, right? I can, but Princess, you ain't following the, you ain't following your own guidances. Princess. You ain't following your own guidances. What do you mean? You, but one, you ain't got your mask on. Two, you, you, you are trying to come in here and you know damn good and well you got a tip of 102. 
I can't let you go past. She runs at a 101.5 naturally. Let her through. She's the princess. <sighs> let her through or there will be consequences. Listen here. I don't like to throw my authority and my weight around, but I am the princess, and I will have your job by the end of the next five minutes if you don't let me on through here. Well, how about this, princess? How about this? Oh. Come on, Shelly Ann, come on. He's good for nothing. Oh my god, that was a little hot. Come on. We're not dealing with this. We gotta go get this prophecy. Alright, let's go, let's go. I hate authority. Me too. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am authority. Yeah, I mean, you're, you married authority and now we have the authority together. I mean. Well, I was, I, whatever. Okay, I was the man, but I was already in the authority figure, but. Oh, of course, of course. Bhagavad? Bhagavad? You in here? Bhagavad? Hey. Hey, you speak English, buddy? How you doing? Tristan. Bhagavida. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Are you gonna look us in the eyes or are you just gonna keep looking around? Oh, nice to meet you too, my child. Yes. We've already met in another life, though. Well, we don't remember Who it. are you in my other life? Oh, no, silly. It's just that we're all connected, you see. We're all the same matter, you and we. And in that sense, we all know each other. It's in the same way that, you know, you Christians might say we're all brothers and sisters, you see, my child. Are you saying... We're all one with the force. Exactly. What can the Bhagavita do for you? Uh, how do we put this? We have some glass that we want repaired. Ah, some of my glass blowing capabilities. I see. Yeah. How did you hear? How did you hear? Did you see check my Etsy? No. Uh, it's from a couple hundred years ago. Ah. I see, I see. And when we tell you what it's from, you have to understand we need you to handle it with delicacy. Keep it on the down low. I see. Uh, Shelly, we, we don't need to tell this guy what it is. Yeah, but you know as soon as he sees it, you know... I don't you trust know him. as soon as he sees it, he's going to know exactly what it is. Well, I don't... He's not going to know what it is at all. He doesn't know how to do what we're doing. Are you sure about that? I don't know. I don't, I don't get good vibes from him. I don't like this. Well, I mean, what the hell else are we going to do? This is where they told us to go. This is the only person here. Uh, I mean, they say it's his lineage. They say it was his great-great-grandfather that owned the shop and made it. So that's what I'm saying. This is passed down. What if his whole family knows the original person because that was his great-great-grandfather? Well, maybe it's like blind grandpa. You got a grandpa? Ah, uh, unfortunately, the original Bagavita passed away. Ah. Were you familiar with any of his work? Oh, of course. Uh, not to say that I was eavesdropping on one's sidebar, but I did hear part of what you were saying, and in fact, it was passed down through generations and generations. I like to think of myself as the ba Gavitas. It reincarnate is so to speak. Uh, you are his reincarnate. You are his grandson. Exactly. There's nothing spiritual about that, buddy. You're his grandson. Well, 
I believe we have a deeper spiritual connection than that, and I was his direct artisan. Oh my god, though. What do we gotta do to receive service around here? I mean, second day or what? I mean, I... How can I help you? Would you please... Or have you decided whether or not... Can you do it? Can you do a little project, but, like, not look at any of it? You're saying you over... You do, I don't mean to hear your sidebar, but over here you're listening to a private conversation. We're, we're huddled over here in the corner, and all you're doing is walking over with... Can I... Can I hear you? This is a private... This is a glass image of me and my... You know, beautiful wife, you're having sex. We don't want you to see it. We just need you to feel the pieces, feel where to put them back together, cast, you know, Thank whatever you. spell yes. you need to do. That's it. If you're so great at what you do, you're the you're the fucking prodigal. You should be able to do it with your eyes closed and a blindfold on to protect our privacy. And if you do it, we'll knight you. A challenge, I see. When you present it as a challenge... You know, perhaps I I could use uh, a bit of resistance to my abilities, so to speak. So uh, perhaps, uh, yeah, maybe some sort of blindfold, my children, would be. Would that be acceptable? Yep, here it is. I already have it. Put it on. I'm not your child. Shelly, I think I'm going to kick this guy's ass. And if you do, just wait till afterwards, honey. And if you do, there'll be a great reward for you at the end. Oh my god, okay. All right, the Bhagavita is ready for glass image. Do you mind if I go jerk off over here while you do it, Bhagavad? Uh, no, I don't think that will bother me. Thank you. Place the glass in my hand, my child. All right, here it is. Ah, thank you. Very lovely. Um, yeah, you like that shaft? The stained glass imagery is... Uh, Rather soft, would you say? Well, it's very delicate, and... Uh, getting hotter, ain't it? In fact, oh, yeah. this feels like a a familiar construction, my child. I'm sure it does. Hey, I'm giving you the glue to hold it together. Oh. oh. Is this some sort of April Fool's prank? You think you can come here and literally come on the Bhagavita? No, it's the glue. It's the glue. Show me the stained glass piece that you want me to analyze or leave at once. Put the blindfold back on. I'll give you the real thing, honey. Calm down. All right, here it is. Okay, now you got the glue. Here's the three pieces. Now this, this feels a lot more like glass. Thank you, my child. No problem. Now, this piece over here feels very lovely. I'm about to do round two all over him, Shelley. I can't help it. Now, this, again, this feels quite legendary. Is this? Don't worry about what it is. Just put it back together. Well, let me see here. I've, I've only heard if this is what I, what I think it is. It ain't princess, what you and... think it is. You say one more word, I'm gonna pop you in the mouth. Okay. All right. The Bhagavita understands. Okay. The Bhagavita. Like we said, it's a picture He's of us. He's talking in third person. Sure. The Bhagavita understands. Sure, my child. Oh, yes. my God. Okay. So, let me tell you, let me phrase it to you this way. This glass image of you two fornicating, as you say, uh, can't be completed as spoken. But I do have a way of, of prophesizing how it might have been completed. Do you understand what I'm saying, I, my child? I think I no. do. Listen, Tristan, he's gonna tell us. Just 
go along with it. He's speaking as if it ain't real. Hypothetically, what could it do? Based on this image's construction, my child, and the rather ancient age, so to speak, rather hidden, so to speak, rather legendary glass image, so to speak, because of that, these techniques no longer exist, but I've heard tell of what happens at the end of this image that I might be able to recreate in another medium of blown glass, if that would suit your majesty's desires, my child. Can I have a moment alone to talk with my husband? Of course, my child. I will adjourn to the nearest room. Please only hesitate with a near bell. Or please do not hesitate with a bell to summon me, my child. Thank you, Tristan. I don't... Shelly, I don't trust this guy one bit. I don't like what he's up to. Well, what could it even be? I mean, what other choice do we have? Shelly, when when he was doing his thing, when his shirt lifted up a little and I saw a little bit of red on him. They're not normally two-toned here, are they? No. That's odd. Do you think that... I mean, I guess it could be Big Red trying to... I mean, would he really lure us here? I don't know. Just for what? I mean, what if we didn't have all the pieces? What if we didn't have... I mean, there's just so many variables, but... Shelly, there are evil forces at work here. We don't know what's going on. We don't know who was our enemy like, and who's what if like, not. What if it's like a snake in the garden like it was at and Eve? That's what I'm saying, and he's the fruit. But what do we do? I don't know. Maybe we could see what he's got to offer. If he can help us, we'll... You know, obviously, you know, take it. But if he doesn't, we're just going to have to kill him. I mean, I think we have to kill him either way. Because even if he helps us, what if he, I mean, because it could help us. But as we're going to leave, you know, what if it is Big Red and he calls upon Big Red and he's out there waiting to kill us as soon as we walk out? I mean, what if it's a hollow ploy? What do we do? Why didn't we bring a gun? Honey, I believe you could protect us with your bare hands. I mean, at least for oh, a little while. Oh, I can while. definitely. I my my bad claws. At least for him, and it would give us a chance to run. I mean, what if he, what if he fixes it, and then you punch him out as soon as he's done, and we just run. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. And if we have to, you kill him with your bare hands. I mean, I'll kill him with my bare hands. I'll fucking murder him for you, baby. Oh, thank. You. Oh, okay. Remember what I said. Remember what I said. There's a treat for you after. I'll remember that while I'm killing him and watching him die. All right, let's go. Yeah, okay, uh, I think we're ready. Uh, for the Bhagavita, right? For me, the Bhagavita, just to clarify. Yeah. All right, here I come. What have you decided, my child? Will I be constructing the ending of your image? You will, but yeah. I need you to keep the bandana on. Oh, more of a challenge. Glass blowing with a blindfold on. If you're as good as you say that you are and you have the same capabilities your great-grandfather had, I think you'll be able to prove that with a blindfold on. Ah. You know, not so as to not have any advantages, some some might say. I love the way you put it to me, princess. Ah, the Bhagavita likes my child, yes. Don't flirt with me. Yeah, don't flirt with her. Oh, trust me. I have sworn to celibacy years ago, my children. Fucking virgin ass. Let me remove, let me replace the blindfold on now and channel what I've been told. Who the hell are you channeling? Well, I've been struck with images lately that I think relate to the image that you've brought me, my children. Lately, every time 
the Bhagavad Gita goes to sleep, he's struck with images of a fat woman and a little child. He's struck with these images over and over again of a woman, a fat woman and a little child, a fat woman and a child. And, well, my children, I'm going to show you what they look like now. Let me fire up my furnace over here. Get my buddy on here and... More blows here. Here are uh, the figurines that I believe finish your image. Does this make sense to you, my children? Look at it. Shelly. It's a big red dick. My god. He put it right back together. That's just a no right there. I mean, it's just, it's almost like it's too good to be true. I can't tell. Are they rolling everything? Does this make sense to you, my children? Yeah, yeah, listen, it makes sense. Um, we? Keep, listen, keep the blindfold on. All right, my children. Get in front of them, get in front of them. All right. Thank you, we're gonna, I'm gonna knight you now, okay? Oh, yes, part of the process. Oh, oh I'm not gonna lie, honey, that was hot. I'm gonna slip some of his blood. Oh, oh. Run! Stop right there! You thought you were just gonna kill him and leave? I should have fucking known you had something to do with this, you dumb bitch. Yes, you should have known! So are you- Now, get in the bag! Ah, put him in! Oh, what are you doing? Get away from him now. I'm taking him, I'm taking him! Get me out of here! He's mine. What are you doing? Didn't you see the figurines? It was me and Big Red till the day we die. We are the end. There is no end when love is in play. Love's not real. What about you and Big Red? You don't think love's real when it comes to y'all? No, it's not love. No, it's power. You think it's just power? You don't think that man's in love with you? No. Honey, as much as I detest your absolute existence, we all know that Big Red is in love with you. We all know he weeps about it all the time. We all know he wants to give you his child. All right? I just met the guy. I don't think he's in love with me. If he would be, that's kind of creepy. Listen, so I'm going to walk out of here with this sex gremlin, and you are going to go to wherever you came from, and you let him know that I'm here now. I know where you are, and you're going to die, all of you, at the hands of me. I don't even know what to say. There's nothing to say. Leave. Listen, I am not going to lay down. Sister Carissa, get out of here. Sure thing, sister no. Get off of me, don't touch me. Get me out of here. Tristan, I'm trying, I'm trying, don't touch me, get off me, I'm going to, I'm not leaving here without my husband. Oh no. Oh no, I'm claustrophobic. Please, please, please. Tristan, I'll be back for you. Tristan, I'll come Help get me. you, I swear. Shelly! Till the day I die. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Motafe. Uh, folks, we're back. I'm just embracing that we're back as a part of the intro to this section of the show. <laughs> um, At this point, an explanation about... The fact that you say what we're back is like yeah, also part right. of the intro, <laughs> right? It's a multi-layered uh, process here. It's like 
you know, becoming like the intro to The Simpsons, <laughs> where you have to like hit all these little, you know, there's got to be the, the the skateboard or the chalkboard gag and the couch yep. gag and. Folks, uh, welcome back to the stage, uh, executive content producer and uh, honorary co-host, Brandon Nicole Coleman, uh, back with us once oh, again. Hello, of hello, 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 I'm so happy to be here. Yes, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a blessing to, to be back, of course. Uh, folks, this one's a, a, a chill podcast, you know? Uh, it, we're, 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 you know, sometimes, you know, you just like to hang out with your friends, so we're just shooting the shit. Uh, telling some stories about the last couple weeks. Uh, for instance, uh, while uh, while Taylor's mom was visiting uh, the other day, we were heading down to uh, Tybee Island uh, to spend some time out on the beach because when they come to visit, they like to stay out in an Airbnb out there just because, I mean, there's yeah. like more, I mean, it's just more fun to be out on the beach, I guess, you know, whatevs. I motherfucking love the beach. Yeah, this is like the first time I actually spent uh, some like good time on the beach it was really uh you know like a lot of the times i'll go to the beach and i'm just like ah, i'm ready for this to end yeah you're dead because yeah, i like yeah. i don't like to be in the sun you know what i mean yeah and uh but we got an umbrella and so that's that's changed the beach a lot for me we have some like beach oh, chairs yeah. but on this day specifically uh i actually ended up taking the chair out into the water and like sitting and like letting the waves wash over that. me oh that's nice and it was overcast so it wasn't, it was bright and sunny, but it was like still overcast to where it wasn't, you know, I wasn't in direct sunlight and it was honest yeah. to God, one of the best days I've had in like the longest time. It was so beautiful having nice. the waves wash over you. That's literally what the ocean does for yeah. me. I love like, it's so peaceful. We uh, finally, this past vacation that we took, my mom finally bought one of those like, you know, canopy things that people bring, like oh, that yeah. people yeah. even bring to like football games and shit here, but um, because we're all pacey, so we like to be out in the sun for, mm-hmm. you know, limited amounts of time, come back, put sunscreen on, whatever, but I love, like, in the morning, that's what we would do, we would take our chairs down, have our coffee or whatever, and just sit there and let the water heat us, yeah. like, the ocean is literally so peaceful, and especially, like you said, once you can enjoy it in the shade, even, like, we would mm-hmm. bring a music speaker, books, like, whatever, it's fun to just hang out out there, like, oh, once yeah. you're not dying from the heat as much. Exactly. I find the sun very comforting, though. Like, I love just sitting out and just feeling it cook me. <laughs> oh, I do for and up until I'm getting burned to death. I hardly ever burn, though, so it's, like, usually not that big of a deal oh, for me. Oh, I burn intensely. I burn very I much. mean, I'm white as hell, but I, I don't burn. <laughs> I wish I had that. I burn way too easily, so, like, I literally have to, like, reapply sunscreen, like, every hour and a half, every two hours, like, at least, mm-hmm. because if not, I will fucking bake like a lobster. <laughs> Ever since I had the hell's itch from the Hillary event in 2016. Now, listen, I don't, it's not that I like put on sunscreen more often now or anything like that, which you would think I would after that. I would. But I I mean, I do like if I really think I'm going to be exposed in the sun. But the, the, what I was going to say is that uh, I actually just have noticed that I just don't spend as much time in the sun completely unexposed. Most of the time, like I'll go on a walk, you know, and I'm still wearing a t shirt, I'll wear a baseball cap. I'm not going to put sunscreen on for that, even though, like, they say you should, you know, because it's, like, good for your skin or whatever, but... Yeah, yeah. they say you should do it even during winter, like, put sunscreen yeah. on every day. See, I just find myself, I would never do that, you know what Me I mean? And I, and, and I don't find myself um, just spending a lot of time directly in the sun ever since I had that awful sunburn. Um, 
But when we were driving out to the island, uh, we came across a, uh, like, a, I don't even know what kind, an SUV, we'll say, that had been driving with a mattress uh, strapped to the top of their car. Um, and as they were driving, so uh, it's, right at, it's right on the merge lane of the highway. So right as this lane is ending, there's now, as they drove through the, through the intersection, their mattress blew off the top of their car and is now in the middle of the highway, right? Right where the merge lane is. <laughs> so <laughs> as we're driving up, I'm like signaling to get over. And this truck, this like big white truck is barreling down this lane and he's not going to let me get over. Like he would have to get over for me to get over. So I start slowing down on the merge lane and he literally just barrels right through the mattress. Like it doesn't even affect his car at all. He didn't even slow down, didn't break at all. He just plowed right through this mattress, didn't even care. So I end up merging into oh the God. lane, right? Which is just crazy already to think about. Cause like I would yeah. never, even in a big ever. truck ever run over a mattress and just you assume. You don't know how springy it is. That exactly. I'll <laughs> be so scared. I know. I don't know if he maybe he was scared. Was he a in there, semi? But it didn't look like it. No, it was like a. It was just like a. You know, it was a like bigger F one fifty. Yeah, exactly. It was kind of like the truck Will drives, if you remember that, like a big black red. It was a big white truck, but it was just a regular F one fifty or F two fifty or you know one of those. And then, so I merge into the lane, drive a little bit further down the road, and this, uh, at this time, all I had seen was a mattress get run over on the road. So we're, like, already laughing about that. Drive a few, not even, like, a mile down the road, and there's family on the side of the road watching it get hit. <laughs> They're, like, getting ready to run out in the road, right, to go grab their mattress that fell off the top of their car. As it gets hit, and the guy's just like, oh, like hands up in the air, like exasperated, <laughs> like they just bought this damn, this damn mattress, and now they're watching it get run over. Terrible that experience the, for them. That's fucking hilarious. Worse for them. And it's funny because when uh, we strapped Taylor's surfboard to the top of her car, when her parents drove it out to Tybee, the same thing happened with her surfboard, <laughs> and it oh fell off, but it didn't get hit. But it flew off the top of their car, and they had to pull over and run over. Those and are grab expensive it too. Somebody oh, hit it. Yeah. So if you're ever strapping anything to the top of your car, check it. <laughs> I mean, really? make sure yeah. it's make sure it's strapped the hell down. Yeah. My God. I just can't get the image of that guy just absolutely just boom right through that mattress. It just like it popped. The and mattress like oh, flat on the ground. It was. Yeah. It was flat on the and ground. Then he, and he plowed God. right through. There's no way he could have not seen it. But he didn't, it, from my recollection, it's not like he braked at all. He just plowed right through it, and it was left absolutely mangled behind him. <laughs> it was all just... And it's like, sure, if you think you're going to make it through, whatever. But then what about the driver behind you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, didn't even think about so that. That is so fucking dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what I would do. Pretty crazy. I'd just leave it. You would leave? Oh, yeah. I probably would have That reminds me... <laughs> um, like a year ago, Abigail and Lindsay were doing um, acid, and I was driving them around town. And we were behind this car that it was an SUV, and it had its trunk up. And there was a dog in the back seat, and like a bunch of shit. And we were like, "Do they know that their like trunk is up? There's nothing protecting it at all. Do they know this?" <laughs> and then they just went to pull off from this light, 
and their dog's like, <laughs> like literally about to fall out and like a bunch of shit poured out onto the road and they just drove off like, and then so I'm like, I got out of the car like really quick, just at the middle of this fucking like busy stoplight by the zoo and I uh, got everything that they picked up and uh, I put it in our car so we could go catch up with them because I imagine they would just stop right up the road when they realized, but then we didn't see them. We went like two miles up the road. Oh and they God. never like oh, stopped. That's insane. So what cool stuff did you oh, get? I for got free? a new toolkit, a craftsman toolkit, like so many fucking tools oh. and everything. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> oh, coming. It's come really cool. in handy. That's it's awesome. like it's like a <laughs> really incredible. nice, like completely metal one, really heavy. Wow. Wow. I just thought you were gonna that's say insane. like a textbook. A book. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> scrap paper. No, like pretty much <laughs> you know? any tool I need is in there. Like I'm just like, oh, I'll go check that's this guy's awesome. toolkit. That sucks for that guy. I showed it to somebody. Uh, I think it was like Abigail's dad. And he's like, "You got all this?" Like he was jealous. Like he said, like hundreds of dollars <laughs> worth of tools. Yeah, I believe it. Tools are expensive, dude. Yeah, tools are expensive as fuck. I remember uh, one time, uh, you know that intersection right there where like the Masonic Home, it's Bechtel or not Bechtel, but the yeah. Masonic Home yeah, is yeah, right yeah. there. Upper Valley. And yeah. uh, there was a there was a wrench in the middle of the road uh, in the middle of the right hand turn lane there. And I remember Greg getting out of the car and, like, running out there like it was the lottery because he found a, a wrench in the middle of the road. <laughs> That's right. Now, of course, he was a firefighter, so I think part of it was that he was glad for safety. But he kept he kept the wrench. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got so many wrenches. I'll have to, like, send you a picture of it or something. It's like a... It's kind of banged up from the fall, but at the same time, like, yeah. opens up, has all these, like, <laughs> different compartments. I got screws and shit. Wow. Oh, yeah. Well, I hope that dog made it. I hope I hope the dog made it. It was really sad, but like Abigail and Lindsay were tripping. Like, imagine seeing that like when you're like you know on acid. That would be pretty crazy. That yeah, I would probably have freaked out to be real. I would have been like, ah. (laughs) Right. Yeah, we were really scared for the dog. I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Truly, I feel like weird ass shit like that only happens when you're tripping because it's just like I don't know. Probably. So well, Bree, you said you had a uh, story about a uh, oh, a, God, a dirty yeah. coworker. You've been not a dirty coworker. I won't say that. But <laughs> I'll let you bitch. explain. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so when the mask mandate ended, and honestly, maybe even before then, the hospital at one point, like in the beginning, you were only allowed to wear like K95s and 95s and surgicals, um, just the little regular blue hospital masks. Then, like, when things started to, like, ease up in the beginning of this year, sort of, and then the mask mandate was lifted, they said you could wear the cloth ones, like, ever, all the cute designs, whatever, or surgical. Um, and they're like, but obviously that policy could change at any time if COVID numbers spike. So, the COVID numbers are spiking. And last Monday, my coworker, um, was it Friday? Hold on. Not last week. But the week before that, so a Friday, the Friday, two Fridays ago, um, the hospital sent an email and said, like, hey, we're reinforcing the mask mandate again, like, in all clinical settings, like patient-facing settings, um, you know, you have to wear a surgical mask or higher. Um, and so she immediately, like, we all get the email at the same time. We're all reading over it in the morning, whatever, just, like, by chance. And she immediately is like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> She's literally sitting in front, and I can hear her. I can't do it. 
<laughs> oh, I'm not going to do this. And she's like literally like going back and forth. And, I'm, and so I'm like, oh, here we fucking go. Because I already know she loves Trump and all that. So it's just oh, like I already Lord. knew what was happening. Um, and she's like, uh, when I did my interview, I made it very clear. Um, because Michael, our manager. So Jessica Fenton's older brother, Michael, is my manager. Oh. <laughs> um, Michael happened to come out for something else. And so she's like, I told you during my interview that I would not work here if I had to wear a surgical. Oh, because what she wears, because we have to wear a mask regardless before it was just whatever. She wears a piece of cloth. She's got a few different dog ones. She's also a dog mm-hmm. person, an insane dog person. <laughs> and it attaches to her glasses and it just sits like this. It doesn't go. Oh, I see. It literally just sits in front of oh her my face because it's attached right here. And so that's what she's been wearing and whatever. They that haven't is- said anything. <laughs> So nothing. So oh she was my like, God. literally nothing. I don't even know. She how was she like got a little veil. So then, literally, literally a little veil. Um. So he was like, okay, but you also, she's worked in healthcare before. Her daughter is a nurse that I am worked with. Like I know her, um, from when I worked at the hospital at the actual hospital. Um, and he's like. Like you knew, like you were told during the interview and you've worked in healthcare before this job. She worked at a fucking diabetes office. Um, so she just started there in December of last year, like during COVID. He's wow. like, so I don't feel bad because you still accept the job. Like when you brought that concern to me, I said, sure, right now you can wear a cloth mask. But at any time, the hospital can change their policy. And, and that's what we have to adhere to. And she was like, oh, well, I won't do it. And I'll, I'll get um, a doctor's um, exemption. And he's like, okay, well, even if you get a doctor's exemption, like you understand the hospital doesn't have to approve it, right? Like they get sent to the, you know, emergency disease control panel of the hospital or whatever. Right. Like it's an advisory board and they're allowed mm-hmm. because people do it every year for the flu shot. They try to suddenly three days before mm-hmm. the deadline to get your flu shot is they're Muslim. Um, and so <laughs> right. they know that you're lying. Like, so she leaves work that day because she refuses to work with it on. Comes back that Monday, so this is last Monday, and says, like, she tried to call four different doctor's offices and none of them will take her because they're all, like, even the ones that are, like, pro or that, like, are mm-hmm. anti-vax, they're like, no, that's fucking stupid. We can't give you a mask exemption. Like, yeah. um, she finally got an appointment with her regular family doctor. He gave her one and the hospital denied it. It was fucking <laughs> hilarious because then Tuesday she came into work and that the the air was off and she is always talking about how hot she is she gets hot flashes she's insane so she's just that annoying co-worker is she, is, i imagine is she like a big fat nasty woman is that who i'm like imagining oh no she's actually short and pretty normal looking she well she looks totally like a butch lesbian but she's not <laughs> um she's totally homophobic this isn't the security guard no 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 <laughs> No, but that's hilarious that you remember that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, the heat, the the air is off or whatever. So it's hot. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's it was hot outside last week. Like, the store was hot. When there's no air circulation, it gets even worse. Like, that's how it is just, like, in your car or, like, at your house, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But it's not like, oh, and, I, and this happens, like, for the last five years because the owners of the building, the hospital doesn't own the building that we're in, and we just rent it. Oh, um, right, because it's, like, right there by the Donatos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're, they were one of the only ones out of all the offices that they own um, 
that they rent from. And I don't remember why I think at the time when they wanted to open the durable medical um, equipment, they just didn't, there was nowhere that they could buy. So they were like, Oh, we'll just rent it for now. And then it never stopped Uh. (laughs) Um, because they've been open for a long time. So, um, but anyways, so she's like, I absolutely won't work without the air. Like I'm not going to work in this heat. Um, So she stays that day and she has literally didn't come back all of last week. Um, because she, it was hot because it was too hot to work, as she said, which is hilarious because, oh, and she was threatening to quit. She said between the mask and the hospital, not willing to budge on their policy for her, um, and the air being out, she was nervous for carbon monoxide poisoning and felt that it was unsafe work environments and said that, um, it's not like it being hot makes carbon monoxide poisoning more of a threat. Because then she'd have to have a mask on and the heat mixed with that and the mask already being a threat to getting carbon monoxide poisoning. That all Carbon monoxide? Yes. I, is this just a conspiracy theory that people are saying masks? Yes. I've okay, heard people say like carbon dioxide, but are they afraid of carbon oh, monoxide that's what I'm now? Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was like... Sorry, I didn't mean that. Yes. Dioxide. So she believes she's one of those people. So just to clarify, people are saying because you breathe out carbon dioxide into your mask, that it is going to poison you. Yeah. So she's one of those people that believes that, and that's why she wears her. Little that's like veil. what happens to scuba divers, right? When they go down, and then um, their oxygen runs out, and then they get carbon dioxide poisoning. Yeah, they, and they yeah. Get delirious. Yeah. So she thinks that that's going to happen to her. She and then she said, mix with the heat, it's unsafe, and um, you guys all know I don't like the heat. And so, for what an entitled bitch, (laughs) what an entitled fucking bitch. Not only that, but our job is so insane that if even one person quits or unexpectedly calls off, or even when they're on vacation, we know they're gonna not be there. Like, it is a fucking hassle because we split everything up by alphabet, like the CPAPs versus the oxygens, and then we all do these, and then we all have, you know, like everybody has a part because, of course, the hospital will never hire the actual amount of staff that we need. Um, <laughs> so, like, not only does she know that, and bitches when people call off, she calls off because she's too fucking hot for the rest of the week. Oh, my so God. So no one's re- responding. Like, she's texting me, like, oh, how's work going? Da, da, da. I am only responding to her because – Unfortunately, a few months ago, her dad passed away, and she had remembered that I made uh, point to it that shadow box of flowers. It's mm. I have one from all the flowers that Mike has ever gotten me before we got married, and then I have one that I've started after. Oh. There's like at least one flower from every bouquet, and I filled a whole shadow box with them, like super glued it. It's really fucking cute. Um, <laughs> so she asked if I could do that with her dad's funeral flowers and like some. Um, like a little banner that said Pat Ball for her daughter or whatever. And so, of course, as you all know, I procrastinated this whole time. Like, I always do everything. And so we, she, they want to, she wants to surprise her daughter this coming weekend for her birthday. And so, cause I was doing one for her and one and one for the, I see. my coworker, her name is Lisa. So we had to meet up regardless this weekend. So it's fucking awkward. So we hang meet on, up and she's on. like, is this Le- like Lisa, Lisa? No, oh, okay. no, there's unfortunately another <laughs> student like, hang on. Lisa. Okay. No. Yeah, not my ex-therapist, who is a horrible person, okay. Lisa, but another unfortunate a different. Oh, yeah, because you Lisa. just said this person just started in December. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, yeah. As soon no, as no, you said right, Lisa, right. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're like, wait, wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so we meet up on Saturday, and 
we're all like, it's the worst week ever. Not only because it is hot and like it is miserable. I don't, I get angry when I get hot. Like one of our coworkers thankfully had like, for some reason, like eight fans at home. So she had her daughter bring them all in like desk fans, big fans, like oh, a variety of fans. So we did that. And that was like, at least a little relief, but it was still. Yeah. Miserable. And I saw you posted about it too on Facebook. I saw that. Yeah, I saw you. Yeah, because I was like, "Does anybody have any extra <laughs> And then I saw Nikki say, "You got one here at home." Did yeah, you end up taking it from Willow? No, because I told my mom that I said she, I know that it's mine because when I was there the other day for Willow's birthday on the fourteenth, I she showed me that she cleaned her room because she was proud of herself and she put up some decorations and stuff and she was like, "Because I always try to tell her like what feels good for me is." Um, clear room clear mind like um and so she was proud of herself and i was like oh thank you for knowing me and i was like is that my fan and she was like yeah that's the only reason i I see yeah that's funny um so anyways so then she i meet up on saturday we meet in the mall parking lot she i give her the shit she's of course like oh how's the week been like i just couldn't do it and i was like well yeah i mean it's been hot and of course like oh the other worst part is she knew that somebody else was out on vacation last week so now not already was somebody out she then just decides to not show up all week so then there's me and gwen who's my work bestie um and i love her so much and then the other person that we all hate she's the person that we all hate at work her name's lane So, and she's also one of the dumbest employees there. She can't do anything. And she's been there for five years and she's a respiratory therapist, like more qualified than literally almost every other person there and can't understand how to do anything. So anyway, so it's me, Gwen. So she like literally put us in the worst fucking position now showing up. So she's like, I was like, yeah, no, it's been literally a week from hell. Like the oxygens are nonstop. (laughs) Like patients are coming in and yelling at us like they always do that's already hard enough because we're so busy because we're one of the number one dmes within like a 50 mile radius um so we're just busy all the time anyways i don't think that people understand the full scope of like we're serving multiple hospitals and all of springfield and all the doctor's offices and then even like enon we go as far as out to fairborn like we're servicing literally so much so we're just busy at all fucking times like you you have 20 open projects a day because you can't finish anything. Um, wow. And it's literally, but I like, so I like the busy, right? But it's also sometimes too crazy. Um, and so I was like, yeah, no, it's like literally a week from hell. Like the heat was out, it was hot. People were screaming at us like always, like Elaine's dumb as fuck. And that's what we had to work with all week. Like, <laughs> um, and so she's like, so, you know, I sent Natty, which is, there's Michael. He's the manager, Natty. She's the director over that and the sleep department. Um, so she's like, yeah, I sent Nanny, you know, my resignation on Friday. Um, oh I just can't God. come back. Like the hospital's not willing to budge on their mask policy. And, um, I just think they're being super entitled and, you are. um, it's, yeah, it's my right to not want to do that. And her husband's there and he works in IT for Ray Patton. So he just seems like a goofy fucking goober. So he's just like, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, he's like one of those IT guys like that is just like. I can't even describe him. I'll try to not, find something not like later me. to compare him to, but no, 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 no. He's the stereotypical, like, 40-year-old virgin, bug-eye glasses, mm. like, um, except for obviously not a virgin because they have children together, but. <laughs> um, he gets it in. But he was probably like 38 like, when he actually had sex. Bro, probably, oh, probably, yeah. probably. <laughs> right. Um, and. He is just worshiping the ground. She Anything she says, he's like, oh, yeah, that's right, honey. Like, he's just, oh, God. 
like um, a cuck. And I was like, I was like, well, you know, I said, we work in healthcare. So that's, you know, like, you know, it's like not surprising that they're making us do this, especially during a right. worldwide pandemic. <laughs> but she also is one of the people who like doesn't believe that, you know, COVID's as bad as it is. She's not Does even she not like, get the emails? rational about it. Does she, oh, not she just get thinks the that it's, she thinks that it's like just like everybody else. They're they're just doing it for the numbers. These numbers aren't real. Um, right. They're over exaggerating. So she believes that COVID's real. She believes that people are dying from it. She knows someone who has died from it. Um, but she thinks that it's like. Does she think is she one of these people that think the doctors are killing people? Like by I've seen lots of people say by putting them on oxygen, that is what kills them. Which I think is yeah, I have recently, like very recently, just like maybe a week ago. I've saw people say like, Well, my uh my my dad, he refused the oxygen and he two days later he was fine. Putting you on the ventilator is a death <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Which is hilarious because well, but people will say that about masks, too. They're like, masks weaken your lungs' ability to breathe. And so then when we do take these off, our lungs aren't even going to be able to breathe like normal. Yeah, and I'm like, that's literally not how this fucking works, dude. Like, people are, people, it's crazy, man. I mean, unfortunately, like, the, it, it's a lost battle. It's already been lost. It truly is. I, you know, people really, the world truly showed how dumb it was when Trump was elected and mm-hmm. everything that happened for those four years. But COVID has truly, I, it, it's like, a, it's a movie. We're talking, it, it's like, we're, what we're talking about seems like the plot of a fucking craziest movie. movie. Yeah. Yes. That people are brainwashed sure. this much that they're believing. And of course it's like the outside of like, oh, they're drinking the Kool-Aid. Ha ha. That's crazy. That's such a good part of the movie. But that's like our real life. It's yeah, insane. It's but, but Brie, it's, it, I've, so, I'm seeing it happen on both sides too, because it's like the left is completely... They're completely brainwashed in some ways, too, because, I mean, there's this big investigation oh, yeah. going oh, into yeah. Fauci because he funded the research that was going on in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. He funded the um, the research on COVID-19 in humans, and he lied about it. And then they're just like, nah, they don't want to believe yeah. it. I got my Fauci ouchie. Oh, my God. It kills me because it's like both sides can be just as insufferable. And it's like on the left, too, like they can't understand why people don't want to wear the mask. The right can't understand why. Like, I don't know why this is like a political thing. It's probably a good idea to wear the mask. I'm not a fucking doctor. Yeah. Donald Trump made it a political thing. And Donald Trump also made everybody not trust the media. And the media is the one telling us. Well, I mean, I didn't trust the media before. 2016 is what made me not trust the media. It wasn't Donald Trump. Even worse. Well, right. But I'm like, he, maybe not to us, but to a certain degree of people, it was him that was like constantly was saying like, fake media, oh, fake news. Everything's finally exposed. This is the first they had ever heard of that. Right. And then they spent four years, and we did, I mean, and, and rightfully so, we spent four years going, this is the worst president ever. He should be removed from office every single day on the news. And they're like, well, this is just all bullshit. You know yeah. what I mean? This yeah. is just, they don't like None the president. And now when it's like real news that really needs to be shared, nobody believes it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the people who have the highest degrees and like have the most knowledge and like you think every single doctor in the country and all of the fucking world is lying, like every single one of them. That's what I'm not It's weird though, Brie, because there are I do see doctors and nurses I see clips of them all the time saying how it is a conspiracy. Oh yeah, there are. We have people those. We have those at Springfield. They held a fucking walkout. 
Well, yeah. it was like it was statewide. They did like an Ohio, all of Ohio nurses walk out. I think it was yeah. like a week or two ago. Lots um, of people are saying it's but, fake too. Who work in which there? Which is crazy to me because there's people who work on the COVID units who are saying that. Which then to me is like, do you have mad goat disease? because how are you working on the fucking unit and you're crying when your patients are dying you're crying with their families your whole units you know you're the only person you work there's all this overtime they're offering nurses like 200 extra dollars on the hour to work because everywhere like everywhere you it's insane right now and you are still leaving work insane but not that bad like right. that's what doesn't make sense to my, me. My my cousin Samantha tells me all about it. She works at OSU in the COVID department. And she uh as a nurse, and she and she always talks about how bad it is. She works specifically it's, for the prison for the people who come like from the prison who come to OSU. Wow. And yeah, she said it was horrible. And then she recently got yeah. it because she wasn't vaccinated because she was pregnant. And I guess it's like a bad thing if you're pregnant. She just got over it. it was up in she the said air. it was horrible. Wow. She didn't want to take the chances. Oh, yeah. Well, because they didn't really know until the last few months. Like, it was, like, up in the air of, like, could be, it could not be, but mostly we think it is. But then it, they finally confirmed it. So I, I probably would have done the same thing, bearing child. Yeah, she just had her baby, so I think she's going to get vaccinated. And even then, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about <laughs> anyway. I don't understand how they can make a vaccine so fast. I want it to be FDA approved, even though ain't most nothing else is. I don't trust the FDA, though. Exactly. Well, that's literally what it is. It's like it's not FDA approved, but then that post was going around like, you know what else is an FDA approved? Like literally right. everything. So you sound fucking dumb because now what's the next excuse you're going to come up right. with? I'm not saying whatever. My body, my choice, and it's got to be the same for them. So don't get vaccinated, but then do what you have to. Otherwise, mask, stop hanging out in yeah, big exactly. crowds. Like there is, you have other freedoms to fucking choose from. I, I don't, I truly don't give a fuck what they do. If you don't want to get vaccinated, I don't give a fuck. If you don't want to wear a mask, I don't want to, I don't give a fuck. But like, you also can't have both. You can't sit there and complain right. that the saying. pandemic like, is you going. You can't have both. Yeah. Yeah. It's never because gonna it's not end. going to, because they're relying on herd immunity, but it's, here we are two years in it's we're not going to get herd immunity if nobody else is getting immune yeah literally that's and <laughs> that's what people have to get I immune can't remember what it was i saw that whether youtube or instagram i saw somebody um repost a video where they were talking about that Zach. they're like what are they not getting about this is <laughs> just you are dying to you yeah. can't get immune to it like it's not doesn't make sense that's not that's not how this works well, you know, uh, b- not to, you know, fuck the coronavirus, uh, by the way, uh, but not a complete... But, but anyways, the bitch quit. <laughs> yeah, not a complete topic change, though. Do you remember when the uh, pr- air conditioner went out at Pretzel Maker? Oh, and that was even worse. I, yeah, that heat was way worse. We would get up to temperatures to up to like 82 in there. Now, how hot was it? Could you actually see a temperature well, readout yeah, in there? Yeah, we have, a, we have a little thingy, and it was getting like 85. Um, 8045 however it never it didn't feel as bad as it did at pretzel maker i think probably because pretzel maker was like the ovens and everything on top like so to me it was like sure it was that temperature no matter what but because we had to keep doing that i feel like it was just way Mm -hmm. worse than i'm not saying like we were sweating every day my shirt was wet like intense boots but we all smelled gross every single day like intense boob sweat last weekend then yeah it's oh it's disgusting 
under the endorboob and oh, like yeah, our backs were like everybody it just smelled gross yeah, yeah it, i mean everybody smelled gross we were constantly like putting perfume and lotion on like trying yeah. to cover up because patients would come oh. in like y'all's air out ew <laughs> um and we'd be like yep let's keep yeah, going like okay, same conversation <laughs> to you know 40 million different people a day like i can't keep doing this can't you see so, how sweaty we are yeah, can't you see that there's a million fans all over the place? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, the doors are open. We're trying to get at least some breeze in there. So that's what's been nice about the past few days. It's been cold. However, um, oh, what happened was, too, they told us the parts would be in, like, at best case scenario, Friday. But that's, like, wishful hoping. But sometime middle of this week, the guy called on Monday and said, hey, we've been waiting for permission to order the parts. Uh- and we were like. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> my natty, oh my she literally like went in the door, slammed her office door to pick up the line because I had answered the phone and told her that. And she was like, transferred to me. And you could just hear her like, what the fuck was confusing about? We were told that like it was ordered. Like, this is insane. Oh this God. is why we stopped using you guys because we used them last year. Same thing. So she called a different company. They came and fixed it yesterday within one day. Are you serious? Oh, wow. The parts, the parts are hard to find because it is so old. He had just said that I guess like somebody else, I don't even remember. They had serviced somebody else that needed the parts. They went ahead and ordered some just in case they needed it again because they thought it was going to break. Or like if somebody else, he's like, so we're just like literally one in a million chance that we had the parts that you needed. Really? Because we still would have had to have shipped it. He's like, but we probably could have at least gotten it to you faster um, because it's 19 years old and they're only supposed to last for 15, the kind that we have. So it's been giving them an issue even before it was like technically out of, you know, the time period, but every year after that, especially. So I guess it does it every summer. It just freezes over. Um, ah. So it's fixed. So today we were like actually cold inside. <laughs> nice. Well, that's, Hey, that's better than being sweaty. But yeah, she quit and she, uh, she quit and she, when she came, Oh, she came on Friday. This was the awkward part. She came on Friday to grab something from her desk and nobody would like speak to her and she thought like her and Gwen were friends and she like almost looked like she was tearing up and then since then she hasn't spoken to any of us so we're like good riddance bitch yeah good riddance yeah she fucked you guys because she's entitled bitch yeah entitled bitch rest in peace to an entitled bitch Lisa Lair <laughs> well Mr. Quillen, what's been going on over in your neck of the woods out there in Seabus? oh you know it's just been the same shit I guess I've been I had fucking a hell of a last couple weeks at work. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but uh, just when I first started my job, if I got like it was typical when I first started to get like 20 to 25 tickets a day when I started to get good at it, 35, 40 on a good day, you know, that's consistent all day long. The other day I had 73, oh my <laughs> God. 73 in one day. And then the next day I'll have 65 and then the next day, you know, 63 it has been ridiculously busy for like no fucking reason. So that's just been wearing me down, oh, I guess. Dang. But you know, I don't know. But does that mean that the calls are quick then? I mean, is it just like, oh yeah, I can reset that for you. Have a good day. Pretty much an. I mean, how do you get to do seventy three? I mean, that's so many. Because calls. from the moment I clock in, bing 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 bing, the phone's ringing. I'm like, okay, yeah. answer it. Put it down. Nonstop. It's literally non-stop because before i would have that's how my job i would have bits of free time to be like okay well now i'm just gonna sit here and play on my phone or i'm gonna respond to messages but at this point it's just like literally from the moment i sit down to the moment i leave i'm doing shit and it's like we have certain tickets they call them level two tickets that like 
if you can't figure something out right then, if you have to send out a technician, if you have to follow up with somebody, you assign it to yourself. And so I have like 13 that I literally just haven't been able to work on. And so like any, any moment I have where I don't have a call, I'm working on it. And then I'll be halfway through like typing out one sentence, just because everything like whole systems have been breaking. It's like one day the whole email system goes down the other, like last Saturday for no reason. I thought we were getting cyber attacked. Oh for God. no reason, every computer in Scrooge Abnathab restarted. Oh we still haven't God. got an explanation for it. So just people are in the middle of trans. That's insane. And it's like, the technology is so fragile. There's so much shit plugged into it. Like, so many fucking issues. Like, this pin pad didn't come up right when my registers rebooted. This is happening. This is happening. Oh. This register didn't come back on. I don't know where the power button is. They're freaking out. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> So I'm like, this is going to be a hell of a rest of the day. And people just can't accept, like, I think they thought it was, like, some sort of update. So now they've been going, like, it's not going to update in the middle of the day like it did Saturday, is it? Oh, my God. And you're like, that's truly not what that was. Yeah, and I they started, like, rebooting everything in the morning when we see issues um, just for preventative maintenance, I guess. And this bitch called me the other day. And she's like, hi, all my registers just rebooted on their own. I'm like, oh, well, yeah, well, we just sent out a code to reboot everything for preventative maintenance so you guys wouldn't have issues um you know slow down the issues you guys had for the rest of the day and she's like well you couldn't have done it an hour ago i open in an hour and i'm like you're i'm like you're not open yet no i open in an hour i don't know how i'm supposed to open all my registers i'm like they'll come up in 10 minutes (laughs) you're not even open and we didn't know there were issues an hour ago it's fucking eight in the morning. God, it's she's such a oh. That's so I've been having to deal with so many fucking to. Karens and just people who are just fucking dumb. Like truly, like it astounds me how dumb people are. <laughs> but yeah, I've just been working. I'm going to Colorado. What is today? Thursday? What? A week from yeah. today, I'll be in Colorado. Oh my oh, gosh! Hell yeah. That's so awesome. Are you serious? That's so sad. Yeah. Who are you going with? Me and Abigail are going to Denver for two weeks. Uh, we're staying with her brother. Wow. So we're Incredible. we're both going to work there. Abigail, I don't know if you guys know, she got a new job. I did see that on. Uh, she made a Facebook post. Yeah, she's. Like, oh, I didn't see it. What is she doing? Because I know she had interviewed. Didn't you say she was like interviewing at her dream job or something? She's interviewing. She works at a place called She's. I always forget where her position is. She's some sort of, like, manager there already. Like, she got hired in as some sort of... <laughs> wow. Well, and she's working in sustainability, right? Yeah. Because that's what she studied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, it's like a clean, um, like, a electric car company that goes out to other businesses and helps them upgrade to electric oh, cars. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so oh, she, what I'm she does... Now. Yeah, what she does is analyze their data and then... Um, She's in charge of, like, getting a team together to, like, upgrade, you know, quote somebody how much it would cost to upgrade to electric vehicles, show them how much money they would cost, shit like that. I don't, it's hard to understand for me because it's not my world wow. at all. Is she enjoying it? Oh, yeah. She's doing really good. I think her manager just told her the other day she's doing, like, exceptionally well for how long she's been there. And oh, that's good. So awesome. Yeah, she's doing really good. And it's a remote, apparently, because she's going to be working while she you're in She can go Colorado, into the or... office. She can do it remote. Like, literally doesn't matter. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, That's the it is dream. kind of a dream job too because like she just researches things a lot. Like 
earlier today, she they like paid for a assessment for her to like see her personality type. Like a paid assessment so that they could like they have meetings about like their core values and shit. Apparently it's a pretty cool place. That's so awesome. Yeah, she's been like making friends with I people. I only there. had one job pay for a personality test. It was when I worked at my job in Cleveland. What? Yeah, I was when I worked at my job in Cleveland. Like it was literally part of the interview process. I've never heard of this. Right. Once I got accepted, I think it was once I got the job. Maybe they did it. Oh yeah, it was because it shows you how a person like when they do the personality test, like best perceives like um, constructive criticism, I what see. not to do, ways to bring out their creative, yeah. ways to help encourage them and so it was a whole thing i had never had ever heard of a job was it a that. non-profit because she also works for a non-profit yes oh i yes. see yeah, it must yep. be a non-profit well, thing how similar is it to like the questions that you get on a regular job application that's like how likely are you to report a co-worker if they steal one to five? no it was it, it was more questions <laughs> like i consider myself a thinker or i consider i like to think yes. more i like to talk more it like assesses like you your process? strengths and weaknesses. How do you learn? Yeah. I guess I've had questions like that on a job application. I guess like in the same sort of questions. This like wasn't that, for you know? the job yeah, application at all, though. It was just no right, random. right. And she got paid to do it. That's so funny. It's weird, that but when so you, just when you brought it up, I'm like, they did what? I'm like, that's so weird. But I'm like, well, I guess when you do, you know, they do. And it was yeah. like. If you had this with a coworker, like, would you confront them, like, so okay. they can learn yeah. your kind of communication style? That like, makes sense. I, I had never heard of it before then. Yeah. I had never heard of it before then. They created a whole. They loved her so much. She interviewed for like two positions, but they like filled them with other people for like bureaucratic reasons, I think. But they loved her so much that they created the position for her. They like went out and got the funding from the state of Ohio to create wow. her like for her salary, and then they made her the wow. di- like. I don't know if she's the director right now, but they're like in the process of like setting it up for her, so she's gonna be like the director of this whole new department. That's awesome. That's I don't know how you get a job like that straight out of right. college. Congratulations. Yeah, that's really incredible. Right. She she really manifests that shit. Like I don't know how she does it. I'm really truly blessed I mean, to hear that it. That is some magical shit right there. What right. kind of uh what kind of stuff are you planning to get into in Colorado? Oh, in any dispensaries? So, oh, weed, oh yes. Yeah, marijuana, hiking. Um, they have. I, I've been reading this book by Graham Hancock, um, one of my favorite authors, um, called America Before, and it's all about how America people have come to America a long time before we actually knew they were here. Because like it was generally thought that like people have been here for a few thousand years, but there's been a lot of evidence that people have been here a lot longer, and. Mm-hmm. In Los Angeles, like, in the 80s, they found a fucking mastodon skeleton in, like, while they were digging up the highways. Oh. And, they're, and that skeleton is in Denver. So we're going to go to the Science oh, and Nature cool. Museum. Wow. I'm like, really? I just read about it, like, last week. Yeah, that's incredible. They have, um, I saw this girl I used to follow that lived in Denver. She grew up there. Or I can't remember if she grew up there, but she lived there. They have, like, public restaurants where they do, like, pizza and get high night oh like, that's cool there there's different dispensaries like i'm assuming they work it for different dispensaries but you can do like a dab here or here's flour here's whatever and you pay like the admission fee of like 40 dollars, and that includes like your pizza and like a sample from each booth or something that's like cool that. and everybody just hangs out in the restaurant that's really cool. and she used to go to them all the time and post about them and i'm like damn i want to move to fucking Denver. we're going like, to uh the church of cannabis they have services every day you can smoke during the service and everything what 
Yes. It's incredible. Yes. It it's fucking beautiful. They have a light show in the middle of it for you. Oh my god. Dude, it sounds incredible. I'm so excited for is it. Is it like literally like is it literally like a service or like Yeah, it it's like, like a, a it's like an actual thing. Uh, but like a that's Christian incredible. church service? No, like, it's not Christian. It's the Church of Cannabis. That's oh, like okay. their so sacrament. Like, okay, I see. I just didn't know if it was well, like what a... Do, what do they do during it? Um, let me see if I can find information on it. I guess we'll have to hear about it when you actually go. Oh, dude, when I'm were, really yeah, when excited for it. you were saying that, I thought it was literally like a, a Christian church. Yeah, that's like what I was picturing, too. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> I go like, to a Christian church. I want to go there. <laughs> Just a, a regular church service, but that you can smoke yeah. during. Let, <laughs> but you can International <laughs> Church and, of and Cannabis. Let me see if I can... Look at this shit. Look how beautiful this shit is. I would go to Oh, wow, that's <gasps> really beautiful. Oh, it's right, beautiful. right. Oh, I want to go to it. If you're not listen, if you're not checking us out on YouTube, check us out in the link below on YouTube to see a lovely photo of the International <laughs> Church of Cannabis. It's called Elevationism. Elevationism does not have any specific dogma, nor does it require conversion from other religions, so long as its adherents recognize cannabis as a sacrament. I said, okay, I'd love wow. to. I'd love to attend a church service. I there. would love to attend like something like that. That would be incredible. Well, hell yeah, brother! I can't wait to hear about your trip on a future episode yes. of Motive. RJ, please try to take beautiful pictures. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'll let Abigail do. I don't like taking pictures. All right, well, folks, uh, we shot some shit. Now, if you you might remember back a few episodes ago, uh, a couple weeks, mo- well, months at this point, we uh, <laughs> we played a game called "Is It a Podcast?" where uh, Mr. Quillen and uh, Ms. Mrs. Coleman Ooh, are uh, ended it. up tied. Um, so this time around, we're playing a different version. Is it a true crime? Spooky music. I'm so excited. I feel now, like I might have the advantage here because I listen to a lot of true crime stuff. Now, see, Bree says she uh, does too. I literally watch so yeah. much and listen. So we well, have here we go. We have ten rounds here, but this time the pointing is going to be different because I would like to see if we can not end with a tie this time. Because last time <laughs> you guys tied, so this time if you buzz in and you are correct, it's two points. But if you're incorrect, your opponent gets one point and you get nothing. Oh. Okay, and then how are we buzzing in? Just uh, get, give a uh, get, make a noise that you can repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As your uh, as your RJ's is gonna be piss, Bree. I'm gonna do eat. Okay. All right. So we've got ten answers, ten rounds here. These are either going to be true crimes or not. All right. Let us begin. With our first case, little Kylie McGahee. <laughs> little Kylie was missing for three years before her mother found her living in the basement, a captive of her grandfather who had moved in at the time of her disappearance. Piss. RJ. True crime. True crime. All right. What are you thinking on it? Uh, I heard a. St- I had a story. I heard a story similar to this. Um, I don't know if this is the exact one, but I'm pretty sure it is because some guy had kept his kids. He kept a kid in the basement locked up and his wife didn't know about it. And he had kids with her, but then raised the kids as his own. Sounds kind of similar. Wow. Bree, what were you thinking? True crime, because I've heard like multiple stories all around the same thing or like basically the same thing. So it could totally be true crime. It could totally be true crime, but it is not a God. true crime. So Bree earns one point. 
Oh, RJ that sucks. Does not earn a point. Uh, I'm glad to hear though that you thought that was a a true crime because when RJ after you left, when I when you heard the name Little Kylie McGahee and then you laughed, I thought I was done. You know, I thought my <laughs> goose had been cooked. I thought you picked it because we would think it's a weird name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, same, right. literally same. Like, it sounds uh, like it could be a name. Next up, Professor Reynolds. A college professor smothered his teaching assistant and his wife when she caught him in the act. He ended up pleading guilty. Piss. RJ. True crime. Sorry, I'm so busy, I literally didn't even listen to that one. I totally out. <laughs> what were you busy doing? I was trying to concentrate on what you were saying, and I, it was like in one ear, not the other. Um <laughs> But RJ, what what's your answer? I said I said it was a true crime. It was a professor who, a professor smothered his assistant, and then when his wife caught him in the act, smothered her. Did I get that right, Zach? It's oh, well, it's we... his wife caught him in the in a sexual act with his teaching assistant, so he oh, smothered them both. I believe it. True crime. Oh jeez, I'm gonna say no. Bree, you would say no. Well, yeah. Bree, you would be correct, but since RJ answered, RJ, you are incorrect. Bree gets one point. Oh my god, uh, that is not a true crime. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm paying attention now. I had an extra note that if you guys asked, his name was Anthony Reynolds. You know, if you were like, "Well, what's his name?" <laughs> like Anthony. <laughs> or are we allowed to ask questions? Well, no, because then have, we're trying to get I mean, see you know, who answers first, yeah. so we shouldn't ask questions. The next one: <clears throat> the murder of John Price. Uh, Catherine Knight stabbed her husband 37 times, decapitated him, skinned him, and then cooked parts of his meat and then attempted to serve it to his adult children. Beep. Breathe. Or yeet. That's <laughs> fine. Beep, yeet, whatever. <laughs> um, I, I want to say true crime. I want to say not a true crime because that's fucked up. It's pretty elaborate, but it sounds like it could be on an episode of Snapped. It's very fucked up, and it is a true crime. Oh, this happened in Lord. Australia. You're good at this, Brie. Yeah. So, Brie, you've earned two points, bringing your total now to four already. So you, this is a could be an insurmountable lead here, but we're only part of the way through. I watch so many, like, Law & Order, SVU, CSI. Like, I love all of those shows, and they are a lot of times based off real ones. Yeah. I used to listen to a crime podcast show. I love Ew. Uh, two things. Taylor and I have recently started watching bits and pieces of CSI Vegas, the original one, Ooh. because CSI Vegas, a miniseries, is getting ready to start on CBS featuring some of the original cast. A revival, That's incredible. So to speak. Very excited for that. And also, another recommendation, have you heard of Only Murders in the Building? It's a Steve Martin uh, he just released no, it. No, I don't a, think I have. a Hulu original series, and it is a comedy show about uh, Steve Martin, Martin or Steve, yeah, Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez, who live uh, in a building in New York City where a murder happens. They're all true crime podcast fans, and they agree to start uh, researching or uh, you know investigating the murder in their building and making a podcast about it. Really enjoy it. That cool. sounds yeah. really good. Pretty good show. Uh, they all live in the up. same building. Yeah. Well, it's weird. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's pretty good. Animal Crossing is the next title here. Uh, a woman tracked down and murdered another woman who stole from and vandalized her Animal Crossing island. Beep. Bree. 
See, my instinct is to say not true, but then it's like, for some reason, it could be true, so I'm saying true crime. Okay. It's like so fucking crazy that it could be true. Right. Well, people take that very seriously. I mean, you should have yeah, seen... Yeah, like, and people are literally insane. I heard someone, um, they erased their character on, like, one of their, not a Grand Theft Auto game, but a game like that where you have to, like, build a character over time. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, literally screaming and arguing, and he said he didn't love her anymore. Oh and I was, like, God. thought that that was, like, the craziest thing I've ever heard, but that would be this. You should you should have seen the first time I visited Anim- uh, Nicholas's, Royal Nicholas Benton's beautiful Animal Crossing Island, Atlas. Uh, and I, the first thing I did was I was like, oh, I don't have these flowers. And I picked them. He lit, he made his character shock react because he was like so mad about it. He like made yeah, people get yeah. really mad about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it was funny. I don't think this is true though. I, I don't think it's true. Well, congratulations, RJ. You earn one pity point because Bree, this is not a true crime. Wow, wow. Congrats on your first point, though, sucker. I don't know how you could track someone down from Animal Crossing. Exactly. Yeah, unless you knew who they were already, I guess. Oh, I don't know. It's how not like Crossing random people works, can so come to your island. Like... You got to invite them. Oh, well, you can really? op- you can open your island to just be open. But how do people just? I think show how up? I pictured it was like IMVU, where like you could just go into random rooms. Like I don't, I've never played or I seen MVU. Animal Crossing, <laughs> so I thought it was just I like MVU. a public thing that you could play with random. Well, users. I think you like, can't. I think there's a, a way that you can open your island to just be open to visitors, and then you just have to say like, "Yeah, sure, come on in." I think I could well, be wrong though. I haven't played it in a really long time, uh, but uh, um, fortunately, uh, fortunately, this is a safe game still to play because this is not a true crime so hey we're safe (laughs) uh next up the shoe fetish slayer in the late 1960s jerry brudos terrorized women including four confirmed murders Uh, his first kill he kept the body for a long time and sawed her feet off to keep for posing and photographs I have a quick question, even if RJ wants to answer first, he can answer first. Are we allowed to, would this be a good idea, if whoever makes a noise first has the opportunity to either answer or ask a question first? Sure, I'll allow you to ask a question. Let's do that. Okay, RJ, you're first, you beeped, you get the honor. Do you want to ask a question or do you want to answer? I want to answer true crime. Zach, can you read the scenario again? I've already forgotten. Yes. Uh, in the late 1960s, Jerry Brudos or Brudos terrorized women, including four that he confirmed murdered. Uh, his first kill, he kept the body for a long time and sawed off her feet to pose them and photograph them. RJ says wow. it's a true crime. What are you thinking? I, I, go on, Bray. Where were the murders based? Uh, I don't have that information oh. listed. I could okay. I could find I it. I believe it's false. I could find the information, but I did not list it. I okay. believe it I believe because I heard a story, again, a similar story. I don't know if this will be what does me in, but this guy in the, um, the 80s, actually, it was an unsolved murder for like eight or nine years, and they finally found out because they went into one of the suspect's military files and saw that he had stole in the past his... Uh, his like uh, one of the people in boot camps shoes the same the oh. same kind of shoes that he stole from this woman and then they went and interviewed people that he lived by and they didn't know this had any involvement with him but while he was living next to them they had their house broken into with their shoes stolen <laughs> and he had strangled Oops. a girl like in a, a Philadelphia computer lab and then stole her oh. shoes 
Yeah, I mean, it totally is believable. People will do crazy Isn't things crazy for that a shoe people fetish. Will do, yeah, for their fetishes. Yeah. Yeah, I can also see people. Zach making this up because I know he has, you know, done things with shoes. I don't well, you know, I, I did. I definitely used. To, I would certainly like. I'd be like, look at that, look at that man with a pair of Converse on. You know, that was that was something that would do. Well, me. Like, you oh, can't you pretend just because we're on the podcast that really. you came into shoes. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, well, let me just say though, I did not make this one up. This one does not have any underlying, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, meaning. But RJ, congratulations! You win two points. Oh my god, uh, I'm this at is three. a true crime. Wow. Uh, since you asked, let me look it up. Congrats, real quick. RJ. See, I asked that because I wanted to see if it would throw you off. <laughs> well, it only did because I'm like, damn, I should have wrote that down. Uh, it was in Oregon. Damn. He's, wow. he's from South Dakota, but he murdered uh, in Oregon. Uh, so we're halfway through, and that brings RJ to three points and Bree to four. So this I is still anybody's this. game. Wow. Next up, the 2009 Taconic State Parkway crash. Uh, it killed eight people, including four children, and it was caused by Diane Schuler when she drove in the wrong direction on the parkway intentionally to kill herself with her nieces and nephews. Beep. Brie. True crime. Oh. Okay. I was going to say not a true crime. What are you thinking? Just Do you just think it sounds like Diane Schuler. Oh, yeah. What? Who's Diane Schuler? Just the Schuler's Donuts. Oh, okay. I guess I didn't think that was unfamiliar because do you guys remember my friend who's in jail for murder? Vaguely. No. It RJ, vaguely totally rings a bell. It's when I quit. It's when I quit. Uh, sure, and all that. RJ was around for all that. I thought. Yeah, of course. I yeah, probably was, but I don't remember. We'll talk about it another time. But <laughs> um, the kid that was murdered—that was for real murdered. I just don't believe it was him. His last name was Schuller. So to me, oh, I, I just was like, "Oh, okay, totally believable." Um, but it just sounds like it could totally be something that's true. Uh, it is. Rest in peace to the victims of the 2009 uh, Taconic State uh, Parkway disaster. Uh, yeah, Diane Schuler decided to drive in the opposite direction on the highway uh, and killed eight people. That's truly terrible. Uh, Brie widens her lead now up to six as we head in. It's crazy. I can't believe she did that with her nieces and her nephews in a car. I know. She killed them. She wanted them dead. I- well, it's like if, if you wanted yourself dead, I, whatever, your choice. But why do you want I your know. Green, mental dead? illness. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. Truly terrible. Disgusting. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, rest in peace to their families. Um, yeah. Next up, we've got Murder Motel. Uh, a couple ran a small roadside motel in the late 50s uh, to the early 60s and would murder vagrants and, quote, undesirables that offended their Christian sensibilities. Beep. Beep. Oh, that was true. a that was a one. Yeah, Bree, you think it's true? I think yeah. it's true as well. It is not true. Oh, <laughs> congrats! Oh, congrats, RJ. You get true. a point. Uh, sorry to say. No, it's okay. But that would be a good movie. If I get if I get into the next one and then I get it right, I can totally be tied. You should. <laughs> Which is what Zach does not want, but. <laughs> I want to take you down. When I uh, when I wrote that one, it was inspired both by Bates Motel of Psycho, but also, uh, do you remember the Voyeurs Motel? Uh, of course I we, do. Yeah. That's um, not on my letterbox, though. Someone Zach, asked. is Psycho the movie, did you take pop culture? Not in high school. Okay. 
I feel like is that is that like it, it's a hotel and they killed mm. them like in the ro- in the rooms. Okay, yeah. that's what I had to watch that in my pop culture class. And I, yeah. I thought it was a good movie. It <laughs> is a really good movie. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Uh, the Voyeur's Motel also a really good movie and yeah. uh, book. Uh, it documents uh, the story of Gerald Foose, who owned a motel, a roadside motel, uh, in the similar time span, uh, and used it. He would crawl in the attic and like yeah. look through the vents and like watch people have sex and like make oh made gosh. all these like documents and all that. Really interesting documentary. Uh, next Fuck. up, we have what we're referring to as Google Earth Cold Case. A 22-year-old unsolved missing person case was solved when a user of Google Earth noticed a car submerged in a lake on the service. Bing. Beep. RJ. True. Bree, what were your thoughts? I believe it's true because I think that literally happened. It is true. I think I heard about it. Yeah, it is true. I thought I heard about it, like, literally, like, this year. It is true. Uh, Congratulations, RJ. Uh, it actually, uh, no, it might have happened this year, but I kept seeing it all the time on Facebook. All the time, this article would be shared by Oh, maybe that's what things. I'm thinking of. Uh, it was like, uh, yeah, but this is definitely a true crime. Uh, William Moult went missing in 1997, uh, and he was not found. And, well, I don't know if that makes sense, because, yeah, it's been 20 years since 1997, guys. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. It's been longer than 20 years since 1997, Yeah, that's depressing. 24 As we years. head into the last two rounds here, let's see. We've got two, four, five for RJ and two, four, six I should for have, Bree. I should have six. I just had four, didn't I? I can't count. Six to six. You're tied up. It's <laughs> <laughs> anyone's game. Two questions It's so funny left. because I don't know if I'm lagging or something, but I said it was funny because I said beep and it felt like it like... Two seconds later, RJ said it, and then I was like, you said RJ. I was like, what? <laughs> I guess you're lagging. I guess you're lagging. I, I heard it before. I I did it. It was close, but I, on my end, I did it before you. It's anyone's game, brother. You're probably going to win. I have a feeling you're going to win. You well, could. I hope so. I just have a good feeling that you're going to really guess these next two. Thank you. Appreciate that energy, you. Bree. <laughs> no problem. I really, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like my intuition is telling me that you're going to win. <laughs> Our next case, the Dartmouth Kidnapper. Dartmouth, okay. Rudy Tucker, 67, uh, who was 67 years old, caused a stir in the 1990s when he committed a string of kidnappings and rapes. He turned himself in six days after his last rape and murder. Bree. Okay. Um, was there any, like, or can you share this? Was there any super, like, supporting evidence besides him confessing that? Did, were they actually able to get the proof? It was, like, shoe prints, that kind of stuff, but he confessed. That was the main, that was the main thing. The main. There wasn't much connecting them besides the fact that there were people being kidnapped but nothing connected them until he stepped forward and he's like yeah i did this hey i'm the i'm the dartmouth kidnapper (laughs) i'm the dartmouth i'm gonna guess false okay rj what were your thoughts i think i was gonna guess false too but i've heard similar stories but i don't i don't i'm gonna guess. yeah similar stories but yeah i'm guessing false uh you're right similar stories but it is not true brie moves up to eight points oh Uh, lord and RJ at six. As we head to, to the final question where we could <laughs> end up with a tie yet again. Uh, let's see here. As we learn, 
about Jasmine and the Werewolf. In 2006, Jasmine Richardson and her boyfriend, who believed that he was a 300-year-old werewolf, murdered Jasmine's parents and young uh, young brother in cold blood. Beep. Beep. RJ. True. True? I think it's true. I also think it's true. I heard a, I heard a similar story about a guy um, who had this weird case of schizophrenia who thought he was a dog. Uh, and then I heard in that thing... That he, it's a pretty common thing. Not, I mean, it can happen where people think that they're werewolves yeah. or dogs or whatever when they're The reason I believe it true is you guys remember Matt Taylor? No, not Matt Taylor. Matt. Um, I remember Matt Taylor. Um, no, um, punk Matt, friends with James. That's Matt Taylor. Was only there. Is that Matt Taylor? I think so. Who's the fat Matt? You know a fat Matt, Zach? Matt Criswell. Matt Criswell. Okay, so I am thinking Matt Taylor in eighth grade and fucking Mrs. Um, who was the English teacher? Eighth grade. Oh, uh, uh, What's her name? Short. No. Yes, short. Mrs. Yeah, Marshall Mrs. Short. Marshall short yeah. Yes. He sat behind me, and it was, of course, when Tick, not Tick, sorry, Twilight was like thing when we were all reading it. And he said that he was a werewolf, and when he had to move away, which he did, <laughs> I that's why. That. That's why he, you do, that's why I, I thought it was like Zach, you were around for that. Um, he was moving away, and so he was saying that he is a werewolf, and that's why I love Twilight so much, just because he in, imprinted on me, and he was encouraging me to read it. Um, and then one day he came up and bit my nipple, and <laughs> I hang on, um, I <laughs> need him in the balls. <laughs> hang on, on Bree. He Matt what? Matt Taylor bit your nipple. He like so like my shirt, you know, just literally at school with the lockers. It's because he was friends with James, so it's me and Katie. Then there's James, Henry, Matt, um, Robbie, Mater. Mater. Like that whole friend group is there. And he walks up and literally goes to the outside of my uh, shirt. Uh, uh, uh. So I knee him in the balls, of course, instantly. That's when I was really annoying and you said people in the balls all the time, but he deserved it. Um, and then James was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you can't just fucking do that. Then he tried to do it to James to be funny, and then James punched him, oh and they both God. got suspended. Um, I, I vaguely remember like, them both getting suspended. I Like, as soon as you said that, I'm like, I feel like I remember that. Yes, so he was crazy. He, I think he literally, I mean, I really hope he didn't actually think out. that. He was just, like, having a young romance or something, but I was like, leave me alone. I don't <laughs> like you. And he would, like, literally, like... When we had to read out loud, we would, you know, we'd all sit there or with the quiet reading time, he would like literally try to play with my hair and like scratch my back and everything. And people would like literally just stare and, and they'd be like, Matt, like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's really creepy. I'm yeah. glad he moved. Like He's, he ended up coming out of the closet. Was he? He did. Yeah. Congrats, the young man. He did? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, not to keep the listeners at home waiting, but <laughs> folks, it's happened again. There's a tie for the second time. <laughs> eight to eight in the final round. Eight to eight. Are you uh, re- so, really? Uh, you guys are both evenly witted here. Uh, so next That's time we hilarious. see the Is It game. Because I do have, I already have a second Is It already planned, but I'll have to make a sudden death question. Because next yeah, time you have to make a we are settling the case of whether, who is better at Is It. Uh, I almost hope that we die just to do that. Right. I'm not going to reveal uh, what the next topic is, but I think both of you will have an equal footing because it's a pretty random 
uh, assortment <laughs> okay. of things. Oh, I'm so excited already. Folks, as always, it's been such a lovely blessing uh, just to hang out truly, with the truly. two of you. Uh, you know, I, I do enjoy this time that we get to spend together. You know, I've been living down here for over a year now, so it's uh, it's been a great way Miss to stay you, in touch. Uh, it's fun to fun to shoot the shit like in the old days, folks. Go Truly back and listen it. to some of these old episodes of Motif like I'm doing. You know, I'm doing some I'm doing some work that in the future you won't even know it was ever done. But I'm doing <laughs> some work on those episodes and it's been fun to listen to just us hang out, you know, and go back and listen to some episodes of us like just hanging out with Hannah and Nicholas too. So Truly, this truly. is a really uh, fun experience. So I'd like to do some more episodes like this sometimes, you know, just shooting the shit with you guys. So uh folks, Agreed. hope you enjoyed it. Uh at some point, you know, we'll continue and we'll try again with a sudden death question and we will settle the debate. Uh, but as always, I'd like to thank honorary co-host Brianna Nicole Coleman for joining us. Uh, was always thank you for having me. It is my truest honor. And uh, until next time, folks, stay mad. You're going to come over, you're going to flick my bead, and you're going to love me, and you're going to love your kids.